0: This family like the ghost and we're out Ubering again in the middle of the coronavirus situation. We've primarily switched over to food delivery and we're being discretionary on our, our, our re- regular rider pickups. Uh, we've got Lysol, we've got Clorox, we've been, we got a facial mask. If we have to use one, it's kind of dangerous, but we are. Necessary. If you think about it, I take Amazon truck drivers to their trucks. I take grocery workers to work. I take Target workers to work. Uh, Without a lot of cab companies today, um, people would not be able to help you. So, you know, thank your Uber drivers for taking care of you. And if we start having trouble, you might have to, you know, think about when we have our GoFundMes and we have other things like supporting your local Uber drivers. If they run into a crisis. Now we get back to the music. This is all about music. We kind of we have put all of our interviews with bands on hold, and we are focusing on Phantom Electric Ghost or Pegs, uh, expansive sound music. The last night we wrote a song called Punk Aesthetic is the Truth, and this song is our kind of real, uh, you know, Josephine's feeling that. You know, indie punk inspired, raw emotion is more. Um, you know, it, it actually kicks kicks more. It, it it pulls on the heart more than something that's created from like fruity loops or a doll. And it's her opinion. You know, in her opinion is my opinion. And you know, I've I've interviewed the artists that are in the EDM world and trance world, and I understand that genre and dance music and. You know that type of music has a place, but we're always gonna love kind of like that pure, uh, you know, blues, rock, country, you know, musicians that you know, pushing to say you know, music, musicians created by real musicians, and you know, producers are producers, musicians are musicians. I I I like to play a keyboard. I I I I've trained on a keyboard, and that's where I I live and. Modular synthesis has been, in the last five years, my, my big um, passion, you know, learning how to uh, kind of woo the muse in these analog machines has been, like like I said, a big passion. You Once you have a hold of an analog synth, you've got something very magical. Like Moog himself indicated that he felt the universe was talking to him when he created his moats. and the thing about when you play a moat, you can you can come back to it you could create a patch and then you turn it on and it's still it doesn't sound the same as it did before now for those of you who are in the doll world that want perfect sound and want a replication sound that might be something that you say, well I don't like that um but when you're a creative and you, you, you you're you looking for the muse there's nothing like having a mode modular or semi-modular synth, then when you approach it, it automatically gives you new inspiration. And if you've got something like you, I could spend a couple of weeks having something wired up a certain way. And then suddenly I say, well, you know what? I'm just going to unplug everything and start from scratch. And that sound design, it's like, it's not just song creation. You spend, you know, a couple of hours doing sound design to develop your very unique tone you don't have to worry about somebody suing you because you took a clip or you took a beat you know we we create all of our beats from analog drum machines or digital drum machines that we actually create the patterns we create all of our melodies from our own playing um and so it's like we don't have to worry about somebody coming back and and saying that we took something not that you know hip hop, you know we love uh the bomb squad, we love de la soul, we love old school hip hop uh there's a great place for that in the world, and you know there is a, a, a level of um artistry and you know what the bomb squad do- did what De la soul did, and I was like Dilla de la soul de so is dead and b v Hy Rising, and public enemy and Nation of millions it takes to hold us back I mean these albums are classic, and there's a lot of actual development in sound design in those records, for example, in the Nation of Millions, like the use of of kind of like biting sirens and noises and aggressive, uh, you know, noises that you probably wouldn't put on a record, that was super creative. And so there are things you can do as a producer that can put you in the artistry mode that you're you're like a Brian Eno, you're, you're, you're like a George Martin, you're doing something very developed. And then there's the other side of it where you're taking recycled beats and trying to create the same thing over and over, and that's kind of the mind of it. That's the kind of thing we we don't we don't really uh dig in music we're we're more into like people who are expanding horizons you know our, our like if you look at our our favorite music, we look at like Sun Ra, very awesome uh, innovative jazz band, one of the first jazz bands to actually have a moat. <coughs> when the Moats came out in the 50s. And we look at somebody like Jimi Hendrix, who really broke all the barriers in terms of sound design on a guitar to the level that Electric Ladyland has sounds that, you know, a progressive band like a Yes or a Genesis would, like, look to, to be inspired. And I, I've been inspired by the stuff he did for years. Um, I've got massive Hendrix collection. And you look at a band like The Doors, the Ray-Ban you know, the, the keyboard playing on there. air. You look like at Greg Olman, who's like an unsung, uh, you know, Hammond B3 genius. Um, so I, I've been very uh, inspired by multiple influences. Again and again, the punk aesthetic that I've talked about for years, uh, I grew up like in bands, like the Bottle Surfers Three Placements, which you could do, The Clash, Joy Division, um, Orange Nine Millimeter, The punk aesthetic, what I like about it, you know, when everybody saw what happened with Kurt Cobain when he came on the scene and Pearl Jam when they came on the scene, the thing about it that really people wanted was, you know, after the kind of hair band, MTV, New Wave era, it seemed like things were kind of fake or they seemed like they were too corporate or they seemed like it was not, you know, coming from the heart. And Kurt Cobain, there's like this kind of brutal honesty and a punk aesthetic that was very inspiring. And then what, what Pearl Jam did with Eddie better, and his, his social lyrics, his social dynamic lyrics about you know, the, the world and domestic violence and drug abuse and anime and, and, and disobeyed. And, and that just, like, it, it became refreshing. And then, you know, we had bands like Smashing Pumpkins that were were grunge, but more still continuing what, what Yes was doing, what Pink Floyd was doing with, with big concepts. Which I still appreciate, I mean, I, I, I'm a big concept guy. I mean, I love Tommy, I love Quadrophenia. I mean, I like Styx, I like Pink Floyd. I like any band that comes up with a concept. I like Tyler, the creator, because he has this kind of progressive nature to his hip hop that they kind of feels like, you know, a hip hop Tommy or Quadrophenia when you listen to um, a lot of his records, like from Wolf to Cherry Bomb to Igor they've always been like concept records and, you know Kendrick Lamar his albums are all concept records they're meant to be heard in this tradition of the 70s uh, as a full project not a playlist and so if we've been working on an album called Dark Ghost for the last two years it's the result of a, of a breakup of a partnership where we really felt uh, very hurt by, by the scenario we felt the person with um. Not very forthright. Uh, you're not really. It's dedicated to music as we are. I mean, we write, we record every day. We you know we record with a passion. We're very much you know music is, is like our lifeblood. And somebody comes along and, and 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 pretends to be that passionate and then doesn't really put the effort. And uh, we we put a lot of resources together. We actually had gotten um, you know professional artists to do the cover of the project. We had everything lined up. We, we had you know working on trying to get it to a to a vinyl, and they just like okay there was uh, some kind of situation and they just let the whole thing go. And, and it, it felt very destructive and not very uh, inviting. And then also they they kind of pretended to be a friend. And, you know, the thing that really kind of hurt is, like, during the holiday season, you know, we sent a Christmas card. We felt like, okay, maybe at the least you should send, like, a card. You should say something about, you know, oh, have a happy holiday or something. And it just totally didn't do anything. It was just all about them. And, and that's why we kind of went crazy and we kind of, you know, went off. And um, we just, like, you know, cut cut the cord in, in a kind of fit of passion and that that we felt well, you know, if we have this kind of partnership and we have this, like, um, falling out, eventually we'll have a conversation and try to work it out. But that person was so into their ego and they got felt, they, they were supposed to be so so enamored with them that they couldn't uh, figure out a way to come back uh, to the project. And that's disappointing. And it, and it really hurt me for a long time. And a lot of songs I've written in the last two years have been about it. This song, um, it's it's more of a, of a punk song about about the feeling of um, you know anomy, uh, which is like social dislocation and disappointment. It's really more like just like a like a flick your finger type of song, uh, give the bird type of song to kind of get out some feelings. So we hope that you enjoy this this song. Uh, Again, uh, one of the big features in this song is the use of the MOG Mother 32 with the Make Noise Math module, which we've been getting better and better at understanding um, the low frequency oscillator capabilities and the exponential and logarithmic capabilities of the sound design of that module. What's cool about that module is you can bring multiple controlled voltage VCA signals or triggers into it, and then it has its own kind of self-oscillating capability. Uh, and you can slow the LFOs down to a very slow rate. You can speed them up to a very fast rate, where you actually get the same thing that you get on a Moog. Like on a Moog, there's a trick where the LFO can become a full oscillator because they basically have created the modulation um, capability on on the Mother 32. And, um, and, well, but mostly on the grand, the grandmother and the, and, um, the matriarch have the ability for the LFO to become oscillators. They also have the ability for, uh, on the grandmother, for the resonance and the drone and the spring reverb to become oscillators. That so you can actually play with the keyboard or play with the sequence. And so one of the other tricks we've been doing a lot of our songs is because we have the, the, the Moog drummer from another mother on the D-FAM, we have extended the, the drum capabilities of our D-FAM. If anybody who has the D-FAM understands, it only has an eight-step sequencer, so a lot of people with D-FAMs actually get two or three of them and then use that to actually extend the capability, but then you're talking about an $1,800 machine and a $600 dollars d But but what we've done is we've taken uh, the advanced clock out into the sequencer of the grandmother on the gate in, and then we take the pitch and the velocity and bring it into the second oscillator, use oscillator sync, and utilize the resonance and the cutoff um, of the low-pass filter. Plus, we're using a continue and we're using the high-pass filter as well. So what happens is if we go take the resonance and go all the way to the right, we get a kind of frog rock sound. If we go all the way to the left, we end up getting the drums coming in. We go kind of in the middle, we get both a deep drum and a kind of frog rock fourth oscillator sound. We've been utilizing that with the the modulation wheel, which allows you to turn on the LFO or not turn it on uh, and um, we've been getting a lot of interesting drum beats and plus also the drum the sequencer on the on the grandmother is 256 steps and there are actually three sequences of 256 that you can store you can't store the sound unless you kept the patch the same and you turn around the next day you might have it slightly the same um it might be a little bit different um but what that does is it gives us a very organic feel we've been able to get like symphony, air drums and kind of tribal drums and techno drums and cymbals and very very unique organic sounding percussion that has a lot of depth and uh, uh, vibrance. And so We've been using that. We, we also use uh, as a drum machine in a lot of our songs, not this one, an Arturia Beatstep um, uh, Pro tied to a JDXI and the JDXI, kind of like um, the new Jupiter X uh, M and X, has a, a bunch of Roland drum machines built into it. Now, within the JDXI capability, it's limited in how many um, bars you can run. But what we've done is we've accessed that drum machine with the BeatStep Pro, which has the ability to extend, kind of like the Mo grandmother extends the d fam and so we've been using that for years since 2016 to make very extensive, long drum sections and chain patterns, which equate to songs. And we also have done the t- technique of just running the tape and manually triggering different patterns and projects on the beatstep step Pro. Um, but the other technique on the Mode DFAM is to actually you know, record live and then play the the filter or play the knobs on the deep fam and the grandmother uh, as it's recording and then that creates uh, you know different sections, different drum patterns in real time and so a lot of times that's what we do on a song and in in that case what happens is that's a very unique pattern it's hard to actually replicate because you've done it manually so it has a lot of organic kind of free jazz kind of aspects which is why we like bands like Sunrock. Um, and then, in order to stabilize that, it's like, okay, well, if somebody wants to hear that song exactly like we did it, we used the, the Zoom R24 and put that down on a track. And then if we have to replicate that song, we can just use our R24, which is more stable than any PC. We actually played in New York City and Boston with our R16 and opened up a, a channel and then over, you know, played over existing patterns so we were able to replicate songs from the album something wicked and indigo menace five in new york and boston using that method which is rock solid and it's coming off and unless your sd card becomes corrupt which is like highly unlikely as to drop it or break it um you're able to replicate your songs exactly um and that's how we do it and it's, it's actually more um you know, it doesn't, it's, it's not, it's no more stable than a laptop that maybe the battery runs out or somehow it can't get a good, um, uh, it just glitches, the software glitches. It's like a incompatibility between Windows updated or Mac OS updated and suddenly now your dog software doesn't work or something just glitches and then you're like, oh, I need a backup, and then you have a bad kind of uh, milli-vanilli type of performance. So we hope that you... um Understand that we're out here Ubering uh, 100% of the time to pay for our mortgage in this crisis, and that's rather dangerous. Um, we hope that if you like our music, you become a supporter of the podcast. You can easily get us uh, for 99 cents a month, and if you just did 99 cents one time, you could always cancel the subscription. Um, so if you enjoy what we're doing, uh, check out uh, The Ghost. Um, please listen to our podcast. We get paid if you listen to it. Uh, listen to our Spotify. We get paid if you listen to our Spotify. Um, and download you know, on Amazon and um, Apple Music, our albums. Actually, buy them there. That, and if you, this another thing. Every artist that we've interviewed on this program is going to have a hard time this year because they're not going to be able to tour. I would say implore everybody who listens to the Ghost. If you like any of the artists you've listened to, of our industry, please go to their Amazon, go to their Apple Music, go to their personal website, buy their merch, buy their albums. Because a lot of musicians are going to be really hard with this coronavirus. They're not able to do the big festivals. Uh, working musicians today make most of their money from merch and touring. They don't make their money from the music, the music industry doesn't really pay uh, very well or pay that often. Uh, you have to be indie, and, and work with a distributor like a Landar, or a distro, distro, distro kid, to get your money. And even then, you don't get the kind of money you got in the 70s or the 80s or even the 90s. So again, please, if you like the bands that you've um, heard on this broadcast or any band you like, uh, please support them. And also, we implore you to actually support us at 99 cents or 4, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. You can always cancel after one month and just give us one month's worth of money. That would be very appreciated. Thank you very much. I right. am like a ghost, signing off.
1: A pop, a stay, stay. i I'm a
0: I'm Electric Ghost, and here's another episode diving into expansive sound. Last night, we worked on the song, Things Are Starting to Go Wrong Quick, and um, this is another political electronic song. We started doing political electronic back with our first release in 2016 called Something Wicked, which is still available as a physical CD on Amazon.com, so if you're a Peg fan, Go to Amazon.com, type in Family Like a Ghost, you'll see that we've got four CDs there. The Something Wicked, which is our first CD from 2016. Indigo Menace from 2016. And then it says Vision Neo, So Surrender um, from 2016. And then we have The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb, which was uh, totally done on the Teenage Engineering OP set. Uh, so we are again Uber driving. In this coronavirus time, mostly doing Uber Eats deliveries. Uh, we're working on getting a full-time remote job, uh, which we should have within a couple of weeks. And because of the government is going to be giving people uh, unemployment, uh, right now I'm going to have to turn my lease Uber in by the 24th and then I'll be done. But I have to actually go to Boston to turn it in and take Uber back home. So I'm kind of about the infection rate in Boston, so I'm gonna put myself into a self-quarantine after I take that Uber ride back from Boston and stay in a room in my house. My wife and everything is setting it up, so I'll have my studio um, in my room, my bedroom, with a self-contained, with the exercise equipment, my studio, a TV, and my my computer and a bathroom. So that's what we're gonna be doing again this song things are starting to go wrong quick is our expression of of what's going on in the world we actually were at a mall in nashua new hampshire and we took some film that's what the photo of this um, particular song is it has the photo of me walking through the mall and then i adjusted it to make it kind of have a cartoon black and white vibe uh, and that's what it's in the video plus some other stuff that we did it's on instagram and youtube what we did with this song is we experimented with our drummer from Another Mother, uh, which is an amazing drum machine. Uh, we have it linked again to our mode grandmother via the advanced clock out of the DFAM into the gate in of the grandmother. And then we're also using again the velocity and the pitch CV coming out of the DFAM into the second oscillator. And we're also using um, sample and hold circuit on the grandmother. Um, we also have wired the, the high-pass filter to run uh, parallel with the low-pass ladder filter. Uh, and we've got basically a fourth oscillator running off a drone with the resonance and the spring reverb. What's interesting in this song is the d has a really interesting kind of FM sound and kind of a bell-like sound we were able to get out of it uh we were able to play with um, the vcf kind of cranked up to give it a really interesting tone we actually created the pattern on the grandmother uh, using the keyboard to trigger the notes from the deep famine and then using the grandmother's 256 step sequencer to actually record the actual drum pattern then what we've done uh, is also um, play with our Make Noise uh, Mass module tied to the Moog Mother 32, which is just a single oscillator semi modular synth. But because we add uh, connected to the, um, the, the Mass module, we add additional signal path with the two LFO options on the Mass module. Our Mass module is inside of an Arturia 6U. Solution that we bought in 2017. Uh, we're also uh, utilizing the Juno GI to actually do MIDI on the grandmother, I mean, on the, on the mother 32, play the lead lines that you hear that are very distorted. Uh, so it, it's basically the mother 32, the DFAM, and the grandmother. And we have a little bit of um, a system 1M going on uh, to give it some. Uh, some a little bit of heft. Again, uh, as I said yesterday, please support all the bands that we've interviewed on this program. Go back over the last two years. We've interviewed maybe almost 30 bands. They're all not going to be able to tour. So what I implore you to do is go to Amazon, go to iTunes, and physically buy their records. Buy their CDs on vinyl at Amazon. Download uh, and purchase Album instead of streaming. If you can't do that, you know, put 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 your favorite artist on repeat for like a whole day, and let, let it play like a hundred times on some device that you're not using. Uh, and then that will actually, if you have unlimited data, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you have Wi-Fi, it doesn't matter. That will help support your baby. Um Please, I implore you to support all artists because they're going to be hurting because they can't do gallery shows they can't do physical shows they can't you know uh, get out there in front of you at these festivals it's going to be very hard everybody's going to be on like welfare or on their nest egg burning it out you know some bands might not survive this and come back if you don't they don't get support from their fan base i am self-funded i do it work I don't know if I'll ever be able to do Uber work again until they actually get a a solution, a vaccine, or an antiviral for this drug. It's uh, potentially too risky to do that. I don't know what's going to happen in the world in the next couple weeks because uh, I think a lot of Uber drivers are going to think it's too risky to do what we're doing other than doing delivery. And then even the government eventually might stop all delivery, might stop all restaurants um, for some period of time. So we as the ghost are going to start doing uh youtube and twitch concerts from our self-isolation room after we come back from boston we're going to do a lot of a lot of live concerts with our, our material we're going to do like workshops showing how we use our mode uh, we're going to do that until we get our full-time job and even after we get our full-time job it's all remote so we'll probably do it at night when we are doing these sessions I apologize for the noise, but I'm out uh, going to get some supplies from my family before I hit the road to an Uber. Um, so I will talk to you later. Please listen to this song. Please tweet it to other people. Get a feedback on a voice memo. Uh, we're not going to be interviewing fans again until we probably get out of self-isolation and we get a little more stable with the job. Um, so we'll talk to you later. And um, this is Spam Like a Ghost signing off. Please stay safe out there. Practice social distancing as much as you can, given whatever your job is. Thank you for listening to Van Electric.